What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 120 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. We're here. We are here. Matt, uh, I gotta ask you, do you think Scott Merwin is uh, is regretting trying to egg you on <laughs> in the Photoshop department? Um, I don't know if he's regretting it. I think that he's happy it happened because he messaged me a couple other ones and asked me to make some of some of his buddies. So, oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I, I think right away, I think at first he might have been, but... I, I think he was expecting other people to be on board with it and uh, follow suit, but I think a lot of people were sitting by their uh, screens of their phones or by their computers or whatever, sweating kind of bullets because it's like, do I go in or do I not? I think and, I think they realized they, as my son says, you don't want any of that smoke. There's <laughs> something like that. Young um, Garrett Cox yeah. found out pretty fast. So. Yeah. <laughs> he got a, he got himself a spanking. Good no. old fashioned mullen. Cowboy spanking. Oh, Brad Baker, he tried to get in on it too. Did he, he just, really? Yeah, and he just, I just was looking at my phone before we started and he just threw one out there right now too that he must have used the same app that I did. It's a pretty good one. It's from really? the Christmas story. So. Okay, okay. No, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. He's attempting. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it was fun. You, you had a good one. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. It, 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 was, it was not, uh, it wasn't quite up to par with, uh, well, uh, with with what you were throwing out there, and if you guys do not know what we're talking about, uh, you know, you guys all know that that we do a lot of uh, this goofy photoshopping, if you want to call it that, you know, face swaps, um, and uh, you know, just just putting our faces on different people and and whatever, having a whole lot of fun, and uh, yeah, Scott Merwin decided that he wanted to uh, try to try to take a couple shots. He actually tried to. D- designate this last saturday as uh taking shots at matt day and uh yeah like we said it just uh it did not work out <laughs> the way he thought it was gonna i started as soon as he put that post up the other day i started uh loading i started getting the ammo ready to go oh yeah i, I figured you would i mean you probably i feel like you've already got a thousand on your phone right I, now i probably have way too many of those darn things on my phone that yeah should... you don't merlin you do not want to give him any extra time to get loaded up <laughs> yeah that's why he should have done it on friday although i did i did have a lot of them ready to go right oh, away because sure. i sent you some of them oh, beforehand yeah. yep. just, to, just to test the waters but no that was a lot of fun yep no doubt about it uh, that that was that was a cool event. <laughs> a lot of people, I think, wanted it to keep going, but yeah. Oh, I I don't <laughs> think it's done. I don't think it's done by any stretch. I I'm just gonna sit back and grab my popcorn and uh, watch the shots. Watch the shots. Uh, Matt, did you watch any of the head-to-head fishing? You know, I did happen to catch some of it. it you know, I had that on, and uh, what else was was. Bassmaster Open, the mm-hmm. Bassmaster Open was on too, but that wasn't that wasn't going live. Oh, I did watch some of the MLF. What? So I had a little bit of that playing side by side because I was watching a lot of walleye fishing, and I started to kind of be like, "Holy buckets! I need to throw a little bass fishing on too." So watching those guys handlined, I was getting kind of bored with that. So I was like, "I need to see somebody cast again." Was that one of those MLF Big Five tournaments? Yes, I believe so. And if I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not 100% sure, but is that a ex-Minnesota fellow that won that? No, not that one. 
That was that was you're thinking of a BFL, I think an MFL like MLF BFL down in Florida where uh, David Paycheck. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Paycheck or Paycheck or something like I that. I hope so. it's Paycheck. Oh, it is. If it's Paycheck, I mean, it's got to be. I, I hope mean, it's that's, Paycheck. I, that's the one he won down there. But it kind of looks like Paycheck, right? Or? But this this one was like Alton Jones won it. So okay, well, you know, not interested, right? <laughs> but no, the head to head, I watched quite a bit of it. It was a lot of fun to actually watch it because it was kind of my style of walleye walleye fishing. Right, so. right. Uh, no, what 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 is it? No live bait, bait. I believe. And apparently, you can troll. Yeah, you can troll and all. You that can troll. Stuff, okay, you know it. It kind of goes back. You know, Doug Burns. Uh, I don't know how many episodes that was, probably right. 60 episodes ago. Doug Burns said if, if walleye fishing wants to get more mainstream, they got to make people, you know, get rid of the live bait, get rid of trolling, you know, have people standing on the front of their boats casting and, right. you know, do some real action. And, uh, you know, then, then walleye fishing could, you know, gain some popularity and, and be more fun to watch and, I would say it's getting there. I oh, mean, I, think I, so I really too. think they're onto something here with this head to head. They are. I mean, it's just like with the bass stuff, you know, they start doing the live and at first people are kind of like, well, okay. Yeah. But then pretty soon people start tuning in because they want to see how these guys are fishing and you learn so much from it because the guys are so willing to talk about it. Like when they're fishing, I mean, they're obviously not going to give all their secrets up, but they're, I mean, they're telling it like what they're doing out there so anybody can kind of take it to their local fishery and give it a try right and and once again this is one of those deals where you get to know these guys' personalities right you know you get to you you watch these guys for three four days in a row and you kind of feel like you know them you yep. don't but you feel like you do and you know it's like oh man you know like that max wilson he's a pretty cool cat right yeah well he is you know and and so I, I don't know. Then you find yourself kind of going for Max Wilson and there's not a hundred different people involved. Right, yeah. You know, I think that's more the key too. you know, if, if you watch this for two days straight and, and I don't know how many guys was there, 12, 14, something like that, you know, you get to, I mean, by, by the middle of day two, you start recognizing the guys, yep. you know, like, Oh yeah, that was the guy that caught that fish yesterday, whatever. And, and I think that's the key, you know, these guys are starting a brand They're you know, and and I'm and, and what I mean by brand is you know Max Wilson his brand Joe Okada his brand yep. you know I mean a lot of these guys already fish the NWT and fish different tournament trails whatever but you know I mean this is something that's really putting it out there for people and and I think it's I think it's getting received pretty well right and I think it's great for walleye fishing because uh, you know people know some of those like well-known walleye fishermen on the tour but they don't know a lot of them. Like, if you really think about it, like with bass fishermen, I mean, most bass fans can sit down and rattle off probably the majority of the people that are on, like, the Elite Series Tour. I can tell you where they're from. Right. Well, you that's know? what I mean. And, I mean, you get going with all that stuff. And now, you know, walleye fishing, if they can start getting some, you know, they got such talented fishermen in there to start getting some of those names out there. And just, like you said, growing their brand, growing the sport of walleye fishing, um, it's the sky is really the limit because up in this area, I mean, it is. I mean, it's king. Walleye is king. So, yep. I mean, let's be honest. Nick Shirts wins this thing. Nick Shirts from Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Right. I didn't know who he was no. before this. I no. mean, 
you know, and now but, he's, you know, I mean, now he's a regular old household name in the wall. I, you know, I mean, he wins another one of these and, you know, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, dude, that, you know, I mean, well, he's you think a guy, one of the heavy hitters. Right. You think about a guy like Corey Sprangle or somebody like that, like if, you know, how good of they are on the walleye tour, imagine if they were that good on the bass tour and how many people would know them. Oh, and for sure. Like, for sure. How big their, their name would be. I mean, he is. I mean, he's a huge name in the walleye fishing industry. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just something about it. I still think it's kind of like with the walleye industry, it's just kind of like they're so secretive. They don't want anybody to know their secrets a lot of the times, it seems like. Oh, for sure. Well, And, I mean, I really think that this all goes back to people keep walleye. People don't keep bass. Right. You know, I mean, you don't want to go and tell somebody where you're catching all these walleye because they're going to text all their friends. And tomorrow, you know, I mean, they're yeah, going to, yeah. they're going to, I mean, they're going to fish the place out. And, right. You know, I, I mean, with bass, I don't know. And maybe that, maybe it's reversed down in, in Alabama. Yeah. Who you know, I mean, there's so many guys that are down there trying to fish bass that, you know, I mean, you don't even dare tell them where you caught them because, you know, right, Joe dude. Schmo and his, you know, 24 buddies are coming there tomorrow. I don't know. So did did you watch a lot of the head-to-head, catch uh, some of it? I'll be honest, I really didn't. Uh, you know, with work, uh, I, I had it going a couple times, and, you know, I tried to I tried to kind of watch, you know, when I could, you know, in between stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, it just it didn't really work that well. I would have liked to have watched more, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't – I mean, I didn't watch – I see a ton of it. I'd have it playing in my office going in there and then, like, yeah, pretty soon I look in there and there'd be a couple kids standing in there just staring at the screen watching it, which is cool. I mean, I think right. it's kind of neat that they thought it was pretty, that it was awesome that there was fishing going on. But uh, and then you'd walk back out there and say, "Hey guys, uh, classes, uh, you know, today. <laughs> why don't you guys just play tag for a little while? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put this up yeah. on the projection screen in the gym." No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I I catch it in between classes a little bit of it. Uh, no, it was, it was all right. I mean, yeah. did you like the format that they did? You like that kind of like? I do. I, I like the bracket. I, you know, we we had just talked about this here the other day. Do you remember? Right. You know, yep. I said if if they did like a March Madness style bracket, you know, on Spirit Lake, and everyone showed up, and you got paired up, or you know, you got seated, and you know, one versus you know number eight, you head on out there, you do what you do, and and uh, I don't know. I I think I I love it. I I think it's you know because. So, so you you like the catch way release format for walleyes? It's freaking walleyes! <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to get God, get you riled up with the You're catch a way release moron. catch way release tournament stuff here. So, no. <laughs> I I said I liked the bracket. Okay. I liked the bracket. You were you, you were hope, know? you were hoping that they were gonna do some hook shots and throw a couple off the big engine on the back of the boat when they were releasing them. I'm huh? just saying, I bet you, <laughs> I bet you, freaking double the people would have tuned in if there was a weigh-in at the end and they they could watch a weigh-in. Just telling I, you, it's just it's what it is. Well, that's the thing. Now, I mean, hopefully the with the walleye thing with like this head-to-head, some of the other tours might be able to get on board and do some live coverage like that because the NWT. You know, you you get to see their tournaments during the winter time or during this time of the year when they do their shows and stuff like that. Do they have a show? They don't necessarily have a show. It just seems like 
you know, like fish addictions, they had oh, a right, series, right. Yep. series go where they followed, followed Mike and Drake around on the yep. tour. So, and then they released theirs like late in the, the winter, early in the spring. Yep. So you really don't get to see like what's going on and there's not, right. you know, I don't know if they could get in board with maybe doing a fancy fishing thing. Just try to get their brand going a little bit more. Well, I mean, for NWT, I mean, if, if you have live coverage, I, I personally believe that you would be able to pay for all the live coverage uh, stuff in no time because you're going to you're going to showcase sponsors. Right. You know, I mean, you know, this replay of the day brought to you by, you know, I don't know, Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you know, if I, come, come out to us for all your live bait needs. Like whatever, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, if it's, it's out in Chamberlain this coming weekend, uh, the 29th and 30th at Chamberlain. I mean, it, the Chamberlain area, uh, chamber of commerce, you know, I mean the bottle shop, you know, the, uh, I mean, I don't, well, Chamberlain let's, McDonald's, right. Chamberlain let's, Holiday Inn. Like, I mean, all these people have a chance to, I mean, someplace in Chamberlain, showcase what Chamberlain's got. You know, I mean, if you're going to come out here and fish because you're watching, you know, Brennan Lockwood smack them, come out and sign up, you know, for a guide trip through Dakota Prairie or whoever, right. you know, whatever Brennan uh, guides for. I mean, you know, and, and stay at the stay at the Holiday Inn and, you know, do this, you know, eat here, you know, whatever. All these people could... I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're missing the ball there. Well, right. I mean, if if Bass can go out to Pierce, South Dakota, and have success, you know, on putting on a show out there, like we said, with walleye being king around here, I mean, you think that that it could be a huge event out there? It's sponsored by Cabela's, right? Zoned by Johnny Morris. Yeah, I mean, he ain't hurting for money. So. Johnny, quit putting freaking money into the stupid MLF and freaking put money into something that might actually grow. Right. Yeah, growing you, the you, sport, growing the sport. He could, they say. He, he could dominate the country if you think about that, because if walleye is the king in the north and bass is the king in the south, pump all that money into that, and then to the elite series tour and all that, and you, you're controlling the country now with all your stuff. I I think that's what he's trying to do. I think he probably uh, he does, but yeah, I was gonna say, old boy's got some cash, but uh, but no, it's I mean, hopefully it can keep going and you know, get popular and catch on. Like you said, this head to head stuff is, it's a lot of fun. Yep. It's something I mean, new. And a lot of guys, I mean, we all know who Max Wilson is, but like you said, there's, there's a bunch of other guys that were able to showcase their talents on it that a lot of us have never heard their names before. Right. Right. Now, Matt, hold, hold that thought on the head to head fishing and the bracket. Now I want to talk about one other thing here. All right. Did you see anything about the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren boxing match? I had, I had, I've seen a lot of stuff leading up to it with just the Jake Paul thing and him talking all this trash. And I wish that an MMA fighter could actually get in a real MMA fight with him and just kick the tar out of him. Well, that, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But uh, so Jake Paul, I guess I'm not even 100% sure exactly if Jake Paul was like. I know he's a YouTuber, but I don't know if like he played video games or if he, what he did. But Jake Paul is is apparently a pretty big deal on the YouTube scene, made millions and millions of dollars, and uh, 
Apparently, he decided that he was going to get into boxing. So he started boxing, and I don't know who he beat up the first time, but he, he won his first one. And then he freaking went and fought Nate Robinson. Right. That freaking uh, ex-NBA player. Ex-NBA player. Dude's like five foot two. Right. Freaking Jake Paul weighed in at 197 pounds the other night. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, pal. <laughs> but uh, so whatever, he beat up Nate Robinson. And uh, so Saturday night he took on Ben Askren. And Ben Askren was a decorated collegiate wrestler, uh, tried his hand at MMA, uh, fighting in the UFC. I don't know if he won a couple of them or not, but uh, end up fighting that Jorge Masvidal, and that was the one where uh, uh, Askren came running across the cage. Jorge jumped up in the air, kneed him in the head, and put him right That's on it. out, and that ended his UFC career. That was it. That was that was done. So I guess he decided, hey, let's try boxing. Well. I guess the only reason that Ben Askren was decent at MMA was because he could take people down and wrestle really them and into a into a submission. Well, when you don't got to worry about a guy taking you down, you don't really got to worry about you know right, much exactly. of anything. So Jake Paul, who's been training in boxing for like the last two three years, uh, whatever, beat old uh, Ben Askren up in the first round, uh, put him down, and uh, blah blah blah. But, I mean, what I'm trying to say here, guys, is uh, sometimes when you do – I mean, there's there's guys that are really good at football. Right. There's an outside chance I could beat Tom Brady at basketball. Right. I mean, he's he's just because he's a spectacular athlete doesn't mean that, you know – It doesn't transfer over to everything. Right. right. And just because it's a combat sport doesn't mean that, uh, um, you know, you're good at all combat sports. And, and what it also means is just because you're good at fishing – it doesn't mean that you're for sure good at eating chicken wings. That's right, some hot wings. Eating chicken wings, you heard. Uh, we've got a bracket. We've got a bracket. We're going back to that head-to-head fishing. We've got ourselves a bracket, and uh, I randomly just picked these names, and now I'm going to ask Matt, who's going to win in eating chicken wings? Chicken wings. I. Uh, are these going to be spicy wings? Oh, I don't know. Should we make them spicy or should we make them f- mild? <sighs> We're just going to go mild. We're just going to go mild. I mean, this is strictly going to be uh, just, you know, a, a flat out eating competition. Who can eat the most right. in five minutes or yeah. who can eat the most like in a whole entire sitting? No, we'll go in five minutes. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, like I said, I just randomly picked out eight anglers that I feel like everybody should possibly know um i went on my phone and i selected in in no particular order uh put them put them into a bracket so we're gonna get started here uh first and foremost matt jason mitchell versus Corey sprangle who can eat more wings in five minutes oh um i'm gonna go with sprangle just for, because of the youth. Are you serious? Yep, I'm going with Not the youth movement. Not a freaking chance. No, I'm going with, Not I'm a going chance. with Springle. He's, he, looks like I, one of those, he's, he looks like one of those little guys that like is kind of like... Kobayashi? Right, skinnier, and you're just underestimating that. I just think that he... There ain't no he's way. He's a competitor. Ain't no I, way. Yep. Ain't no way. I'm going with Springle. You're obviously going with Jason Mitchell. This, You know, I was sitting here thinking, like, I'll ask you, we'll agree on most things... There is no way that a freaking country boy like Jason Mitchell from up in freaking North Dakota is going to lose a wing-eating competition. 
He'll freaking eat more wings in five minutes and drink more beers than Sprangle has. Jason Mitchell has freaking spilled more barbecue sauce down his chin than Corey Sprangle's had in his whole entire life. Guaranteed. I don't know about that. I'm I'm going with Sprangle. That's I you got your reasons, I got my reasons. So there we go. Oh my we don't gosh. have to how agree does, on it. But how are we going to do this if... All right. All right. So you got a coin? Nope. Flip a coin. Nope. So you're taking... You're taking Corey. I'm taking Jason. All right. All right. Next one up. Ted Takasaki versus our buddy, Little Craggy XL Oiler. Craggy XL Oiler and Ted. I'm going to go with Craggy on this one. You're going with... Yeah, you know we, I've, I've eaten. I, we've eaten with both of them. Yeah, so you're right. I, I, Craig's eaten. Takasaki more. shared a salmon plate, I think, with his wife when right. we were when we were there. Craigie's got this one. He's I'll got, agree with you. Right. I'll agree with you. I I would have thought that possibly like in a five minute deal. I feel we've like eaten I've, wings. I've, we've eaten ring, wings with Craig before. Yeah, we did. We did. He's, yeah, he's, he's a, oh, he is. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. he's a wing yep. guy. He's yeah. a wing. He's a winger. Gold. Gold. I think gold is his flavor. Yep. At Cherry Creek in Sioux Falls, we should like have a freaking get together at Cherry Creek we sometime. Need, where we, we need to. Who knows? Maybe we can invite all these dudes and to we Sioux can Falls have the and have this like for real. And I'll show you that Jason Mitchell would freaking spank Sprangle. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just said right. <laughs> You're starting to agree with me. All right. Craggy on that one. All right. Next up, Mike Olson from Fish Addictions or Seth Fighter? Oh, Mike did lose all that weight. Mike did, Mike lost a bunch of weight? Oh, yeah. He lost a bunch of weight, dropped a bunch of pounds. But I'm, I'm still going to go with Mike to put him down. Is what I'm I, gonna go. I agree. I, I agree. I just think that Seth's gonna have to take too many ciggy breaks. I was gonna say I have to take a couple. I bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Fighter could down twenty smokes before <laughs> before Mike Olson could down twenty wings. He he'd probably be uh, having a few Miller lights or something in between. Miller? You I don't think know that's what, what he's. I don't know. Maybe it's a Miller light guy. Fighter? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Up north like that. That's. I don't know. Back in the day when we uh, when we used to have parties, Michelob Golden Light was, was what all the Minnesota. Yeah. That's what we need to do sometimes. Is we need to get a list of anglers and like try to pick which beer would be their beer of choice. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I think we're <laughs> going to go through and do that here right away when we're done with this. <laughs> all right. So we agreed. Mike Olson on that one. That's right. Mike Olson. All right. Last uh, Last one here. Before we get into the semis, uh, Brian Brosdale or James Holst? I'm going with bro. Bro would smush him. All the way. Bro would, bro. Bro would eat four to one. That's, that's Take that to the bank. He just seems like he's one of those guys that could probably just do one and like one, you know, the whole put it in their mouth and just pull out two bones. Those people are badass. Oh, like, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, when a person, when you bring out a plate of wings and somebody grabs one and puts the whole thing in their mouth and comes out with two clean bones, you're just like, I ain't messing with this guy. I'm not messing with him. Like when you do that, you get that like goofy gristle that's like down on the on oh, the yeah. joints and whatnot like there's dudes that just freaking eat this that right cool, on with it everything. like ain't no big deal man ain't right. no big deal that's what that's how you can tell a true wing eater from a non wing eater is when they bring it out there and 
the the wing eater he grabs it boom right away the non wing wing eater you know what his first move is the to, split no to ask for extra wet wipes oh yeah <laughs> so it's like this dude ain't no wing eater yeah if you're asking for extra wet wipes before you even start it's like get out of here get out of <laughs> here i remember my first wing <laughs> all right all right we're back up to the top to the semis all right so i'll ask you Corey sprangle or craig oiler um oiler again you're going oiler again yep. just because we've eaten wings with him so i, I know <laughs> all right all right so you got oiler i'm gonna my in my head i don't know I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jason Mitchell could beat Craig Oiler in a wing eating competition. See, I'm just looking at Jason as like the guy that's like kind of getting up there in age now that you know he's kind of got to watch what he eats and he you know he's got to start thinking about his health as he gets older and everything like I that. I literally, so. oh my god, I cannot believe that you're saying this type of stuff because I literally was going to try to get Jason Mitchell on in the next couple weeks here. And if he catches wind that you're talking trash on I'm his age and trash health, on age and no, health like that, I didn't say that it was bad. I'm just saying that he's starting to get up there. That he's just maybe thinking like, well, okay, maybe you know, I can't, I can't eat like I used to when I was younger. And see, Corey is a young guy. He don't give a crap. He's just like I'm, I'm eating him. So don't didn't Toby Keith say, "I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was," or something, something like, like that. that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're you're going Oiler. You know what? I'm still I, going Oiler. Right I'll now. take Oiler over. I'll take Oiler over Jason Mitchell. I will. If it was an Indian leg wrestling, I'd take Jason Mitchell. But but uh, wing eating. We'll go ahead and we'll we'll go Oiler. Like you said, he he had a lot of practice when him and Dan Hogue were living together and it, it sounded like all it the that time. Night. All right, Mike Olson, Brian Brosdale. I'm gonna go with Mike again. Going with Mike. Is it because of bro's age? Are you? Like, <laughs> no. I mean, is it because of his age and like no. you're, you're kind of a little bit worried about his health? No, I'm just going with Mike on this one. I just, I just think that Mike can put him down. I agree. I'm going with Mike Olson also. All right, championship round: Craggy XL versus Mike Fish Addictions Oiler for the wing eating championship of the Midwest. <sighs> going to Oiler. You are. I'm giving Oiler some love. I'm giving. I'm going to Oiler. You, you must think extra brownie points with him. No, I don't need any extra brownie points with him. But I'm just thinking. You know, again, I've eaten. I've eaten wings with with him before, so I know his game. He's good. Yeah, he didn't. He's show, good. He didn't show, show any shame. These that aren't. Night. These aren't boneless wings. No, these are wings. If 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 you if you talk with somebody, and they're telling you that they're really bout at wing eater, kind of like kind of like uh, you know asking for extra wet naps. If they order boneless, they're they, just a they're casual not, one. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you know that. Hey, I mean, no harm, no foul. I mean, that's fine. But you but you're no you're no Don't, big shot right. in the wing world. Right. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like when you show up to a you know fishing tournament. And, you know, you're telling somebody that you're really, you know, you're a pretty hardcore fisherman and you show up with a Zebco. Right. You know, I mean, hey, you, you might be able to catch them, but <laughs> you're not the best. You know what I'm judging this went on? Anybody that can come face-to-face with a mountain lion over a turkey is going to be able to eat some wings. 
I agree. <laughs> if that turkey will do that, a lot for a bird. <laughs> yep. If that turkey means that much to you, to go crawling in right behind the old mountain lion, face to face with one, you're eating wings. I agree. I agree. Where's the best wings? The best wings that I've had. Um, you know, Cherry Creek does make a darn good wing. Freaking awesome. I mean, I'm glad those guys introduced us to them that night. Uh, I got to say they have some good ones. Um, OT right down the road from there has some decent wings. Yep. Um, yeah, I, every once in a while, you know, you can stumble across like a little, like kind of a hole in the wall place. Oh yeah. It's just like, wow, these are really good. Our golf course here in town has pretty good solid wings. Uh, did I talk about this last time? Have you ever been to Boulder Tap House? Oh yeah, oh baby, that I'm not. I'm not talking about their wings, but I mean that is a place like if you're in Minnesota, yep, and you ain't stopping at Boulder Tap House, you're only robbing yourself. <laughs> you are only <laughs> robbing yourself. Out. I think there might be one in Ames, Iowa too. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. We, we need to bring one of them to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, because they would clean shop. Yeah. Yeah, they would. They would there. Uh, Ooh, I love it. We love it. Up at uh, Alexandria, at the the winery up there, Carlos Creek Winery, they also have a brewery, like the North Norseman Brewery, brewery right next door to it, or something like yeah. that. They had some pretty good wings last year when wings? we were there. Yeah, yeah, they kind of like wood fired them and everything like that. So, if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings right now, what uh, what 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 sauce you getting? I kind of like the Asian Zing. Ooh, yeah, I like Asian Zing too. I'm not. But I'm not a real hot. Like, it, that's, so I don't, that's a ways up I mean, on the hot skin right, for me. I know, I know for you it is, but I'm also not, I want, want I'm the person that like wants to enjoy and taste my food and not just be sitting there like breathing they, heavy, sweaty, all that stuff where you can't taste anything after right. that. They got orange chicken now there. I saw that. Ooh, it's good. See, when I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, hey guys, I know that this is a fishing podcast, but we're going to talk wings for just a little bit longer here. When I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I don't order any sauce on my wings. Like I, I order, yep, I order the traditional wings without any sauce on them, and then I get a little sauce on the side. A little sauce on the side. You know, if I go like with... A couple with, extra wet naps. <laughs> you, you, are fr- you probably are the type of dude that goes there and gets freaking like three boneless wings and a freaking salad. <laughs> with the sauce on the side. Yeah. Glass of water in a dirty glass. <laughs> Nope. That's what I nope. get when I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. No. Nope. Congratulations, Craig. Yeah. Congratulations. That might be like the first nicest like thing we've done for him on this podcast. That was all you, man. I think I if if you had not done so much persuading, I would have probably let Jason Mitchell just go ahead and roll him and <laughs> and be done with him. Yep. Next time I hear of Jason Mitchell coming to Sioux Falls for anything, whether it's Testing out his crest liner at uh, Vernity Marine, or if it's at the Dakota Angler Ice Institute, or whatever it is, I am making a point to figure out how to get Craig and Jason Mitchell at Cherry Creek, and then right before they start, I'm going to look Jason Mitchell dead in the eyes and say, Matt Deitch says that you're too old and your health ain't good enough to be eating all them wings. <laughs> and then he's going to put 20 away quick down the hatch down the hatch all right moving along uh like we talked about earlier nwt this weekend in chamberlain 
I think our buddy Zero F's given Nighthawk Lockwood is going to be fishing it, I think. I think so. We should, We really should have done the co-angler deal. <laughs> That'd have been should've, fun. Right. But we didn't because we got jobs. Why Why do you think that they do the Thursday-Friday deal? I don't, you know, I don't know if they do it so that they're, you know, these people can come out there and pre-fish and they can come the weekend before it and fish up until it's off limits and then fish the tournament and, you know, instead of having like two extra, two or three extra days out at a place to, you know, to waste money on pre-fishing, maybe they, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I'd like a Friday, Saturday, maybe. Right. Then everyone's got Sunday yet to drive home. Uh, you know, I, I could get down with that, but, uh, I don't know, Thursday, Friday, I'm just not really for that. I, you know, if, if they want to grow it, I feel like they gotta, you know, let fans be there and, Right, it, it doesn't set up good for like people that got to travel to get there as far as like if we wanted to go out to the weigh-in. Right. Like you said, if it was right. on a Saturday, it'd be like, heck yeah, we're going yeah, out let's there. let's drive out there and check it check out. Check it out. But since on Friday, it's like, well, we can, you know, by the time we get done, the weigh-in's done. You know, like you get done with work, the weigh-in's done. So Even if you lived in Chamberlain. Right. Right. I mean, Very good point. You yeah. know, I mean, even if you worked in cha- lived in Chamberlain and, and you got done working at, you know, four or five o'clock or whatever, I mean, you're going to be hard-pressed, you know, maybe you catch part of it but not right, much yeah, of it yeah. i don't know right yeah i don't know seems weird but uh i'm sure they have their reasons and uh i don't know i'm not gonna take shots at them not gonna do it uh lake fork this coming weekend this uh coming for Bassmaster elite series um get your lineup set get your lineup set for fantasy fishing i dropped like a freaking rock you last did. time <laughs> like a fat kid doing a cannonball off the high dive it uh it didn't it didn't work uh, i think i went <laughs> I from I, I honestly let me let me take a look here um i think i went from i don't know i think i was in 11th place something like that you're scratching at the top 10 and you're down in like 27th or something 25th 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 <laughs> still it, better than Stu the noob because yeah. he didn't even set a lineup yeah, Stu, don't do that again. Stu probably don't even listen to this podcast anymore. Because if he did, he would know. He would have known to right. uh, to do that to set his lineup. But he probably knows that we're taking shots at him almost every single uh, episode, and uh, that ain't gonna change. <laughs> that is not gonna change. Apparently, we've been giving Dan Teaslink a lot of shout outs on these last few uh, episodes. He he told me that. So I don't even remember what I would have been saying about uh, about that, but we're gonna give a shout out to Dan again. Hey Dan, out there keeping. I went out fishing smooth. out the river today, and and Dan Dan actually came down and sat and talked to me for a little while. So there you go, Dan. There you Another go. Shout, out. shout out is. Uh, we're gonna give a shout out to Thane Jensen and his dad. They uh they went out turkey hunting out in the Black Hills with uh, the wing champion Craig EXL, and uh, they listened to the podcast on the way out there. And Thane said that his dad absolutely thinks it's spectacular. Awesome. When uh, we call people dirtbags. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Well, thanks, you dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> if, just... if you're new to this podcast, I should I should really clarify this. I should have done this at first. Uh, if you're new to this podcast and you're like, what the are these dudes doing calling well, everyone dirtbags? Dirt uh, that, 
That's not a bad thing. Nope. That's a good thing. They that's a good that thing. a badge of honor. Yep. I, I, we, I don't even know how it exactly happened, but uh, that's the name for the people that listen to this podcast. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Get it tattooed on your forehead. Be a lifer. That's right. <laughs> we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> you do that, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. A three by five one. If you want yeah. a five by seven, you're going to have to pay $13 for that. Yeah. 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 Then I, I don't know. I don't know what you got to get tattooed to, to, to get one like that. But, um, well, if we're giving shout outs, I'm going to give one. I'm going to give a shout out to Corey Brandt. Corey Brandt. Yeah. yeah head football coach down in Boynton Hall, Rock Valley down there. The uh, competitors. That's right. But he's a avid listener to the show. I went down to the track meet here in town a while back and, Stood out in the field and talked to him, talked fishing for it, to him quite a while before he had to go back to keep trying to coach his uh, track team. But I think we, uh, we could have stood there and talked fishing all night long. So I'll raise you one, Matt. I have been in Corey Brandt's basement numerous times. Oh, as a Culligan man? As a Culligan man. I was going to say, that was kind of like, that, you might want to lead with that first. No, no, like, no <laughs> I, want, I wanted Corey Brandt to think about that for a second. <laughs> like, who the f- is this dude? No, I uh, I used to be a Culligan man for like seven years, and uh, I delivered to Corey on one of his houses, and then he ended up getting a, a new house, and so I delivered over there. And uh, Corey, you probably don't even remember it, but uh, one time me and you sat and talked turkey hunting and uh, <laughs> uh, in your garage, and uh, yeah, whatever, you had just gotten back or just gone turkey hunting. Maybe I had just got, gotten back or just gone. I don't even remember, but uh, we talked turkey hunting, and yeah, he's... He's an outdoors dude. He's, yep, for he's sure. A deer hunter, turkey hunter, fisherman. I'm for it. I'm for it. Thanks for listening. So, uh, no, Bassmaster Open down yeah. on Douglas Lake. Right. And the Northerners freaking, like. Did damn well. Dang right. There's 220 boats. Yeah, that was crazy. And how many of them, I mean, how many of the top 30 were Northern guys? There was quite a few. I don't know exactly what the number was. Well, I was really hoping that Josh Douglas would get the win on Douglas Lake. He came in a heck of a They named the lake after him. <laughs> <laughs> so third, I mean, he came in third, so that was pretty awesome. Yep. Shout out to him for doing that. Won himself 17,600 bucks. That's nothing to put your nose up at. Uh Forgive me if I'm getting this uh name wrong, but Andy Rebar? Yeah, something like that. Harbar, Harbar, or something like that. H R I B A R. He's a he's a northern guy. Uh, Jay Prescurek, uh, Zakurik, Zakurik. Yep. Okay. His Den- da- his dad his dad is actually on the NWT. Yeah. He's a very yeah. You know, very well known walleye fisherman. Yep. Uh, Denny Fiedler. Yep. Another Minnesota um, guy. I think Greg Mansfield. Uh, who I think is now down, uh, I think he's like a Kansas guy now, but I right. think he's originally from up in Minnesota. I think Joel Willard, Willard had, did, a, had a decent... Like 30-something or 20-something, um, so... Yeah, I don't know. A lot of uh, a lot of the Northern guys really held their own up there, and uh, for that, hell yeah, brother. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Speaking of hell yeah, brother, our buddy Ramrod. Is back. Back in the U.S. of A., back in Iowa, just as greasy as the day he left. Right. We both had, we both shook his hand, gave him hugs, and then Slipped. had to go take a shower. Yep. Not yep. to, yeah. Yep. Old Ramrod is back. Uh, <laughs> feels good to have that moron back in, uh, back here. Uh, then, then we always know that we're not the ugliest. We always know we're not the worst <laughs> fishermen. And, uh, 
<laughs> now we can start giving him a whole lot of hell on this podcast again. For those of you that uh, that uh, have been following along for a long time, you guys all remember the old ramrod, the old ramsicle, and uh, yep, still just as drippy as as the day he <laughs> left. So uh, nope, good to have him back. Yeah, it is. You know, definitely is good seeing him. Yep. All right, Matt, I got the next thing for you. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we really kind of beat this dead horse, but I, I was screwing around, uh, this weekend. Uh, actually, I actually, whew, this is crazy. I feel like I might be committing bass fishing, social suicide here, but I bought myself some new line counting trolling rods Ooh. to do a little walleye fishing. Did you go there? Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't go top of the line stuff. I got uh, the Cabela's Troll Master, yep. Depth Master, or yep. something like that. Uh, I don't know. The, it's a freaking combo for 69 bucks. Then, of course, right after I buy them, they go on sale $10.09 less for like 59 bucks. But whatever is what it is. But, uh, nope, got those. And, you know, so I started looking at, you know, what else was all in there, uh, um, I saw Omnia Fishing had a deal on Daiwa Tatula uh, reels, and those were $199 Tatulas. And uh, so I was kind of looking at those, you know, just kind of, you know, just browsing, just browsing. Just browsing along. And I stumbled across some stuff here. Uh, expensive, expensive, expensive stuff. How much is too much for a reel? Are you talking about the Stellas? The Daiwa Stellas? Uh, Shimano Stella. Or Shimano Stellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have to look, and I knew what you're talking about. Are they still like 700 bucks? Six ninety nine ninety nine. 99 yep. I, I want to <laughs> cuss right now. F.U. Shimano. Like, that is a freaking load of sh- Like, absolutely not. Absolute crap. You cannot tell me. I don't care what anyone says unless that thing is made with straight gold and diamonds. There is nothing in there that makes it worth that much right. money. Piss on you. Like, I I don't know. I ain't got time for it. The They're freaking slipping the pickle to the consumer. The way I look at it, too, is like when I go in there, I guess I'm that type of shopper. Like, I see something like that, and it's just like, why would I buy just that one reel when I could buy 10 reels, rods and reels for the amount of that one reel? For sure. So I, I've it's been crazy. The crazy thing is, is that when I used to work at Shields, that's what the Stellas cost back then. They were like six hundred bucks. I figured that they went up, and I knew some people that had them. And it's just like, did they catch them? <laughs> they caught fish, but just they as much, that with much anything. better. No, with. no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand like having a light reel and all that stuff over no, the long no, day no but no but there's a no. lot of cheaper versions that no. are light too i mean no no i've never understood it i absolutely never, not i couldn't i couldn't fish with something like that because i'd be like so worried about it i like to be able to take my stuff and just if i'm done with the rod just throw it down on the deck of the boat and you know go if i had that i would make sure that that thing was like locked down like tight anytime i went anywhere for sure take it out of the boat every time i mean i'd have like a instead of having a gun safe at my house i'd have a rod safe in my freaking garage so that they can go they right seriously i mean that is the cost of a shotgun just for real i mean i mean you guys there is something to be said like if if you go and you buy uh uh abu garcia veritas uh rod 
it is better than your seven dollar Shakespeare, right? You know, noodle freaking whatever. I get that. I get that. If you go and you buy a, a Shakespeare reel, you know, with one ball bearing and you know a not so good drag system, you know, at at your local Walmart for eleven ninety nine, and then you go and and you get yourself a you know a ninety nine dollar Shimano uh, uh, reel. I mean, that Shimano reel is gonna be night and day better. Right. I mean, you know, you're going to have the drag to fight fish, whatever. I am sorry. What does that say? I mean, what does that say about your $99 product, Shimano? Like, what? I mean, mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but like, you are not using components so much better in that $700. Like, see, I think that's what I, I really admire and like really enjoy about the last few years with like the bass fishing scene the series and stuff a lot of these guys you know they can get this stuff as sponsors but there's still a lot of them that are running the 90 that stuff in the 99 dollar range that 100 dollar range i mean so when you see an elite series guy out there having some of those rods on the deck of his boat it's kind of like you know what you know even those guys are like okay i don't need the 700 dollars reels and i mean a lot of them don't get me wrong they'll run like the 400 dollars like the steez and all that stuff and a lot of that is coming as part of their sponsorship, which rightfully so. And they want those high-end things in those guys' hands because, believe it or not, there are people out there that are just like, oh, that's what he uses? Oh, that's for what sure. I, that's for what sure. I'm buying. I mean, that's why they're on the pro staff. But I think, I mean, it justifies it to, like, when you see somebody like a Hunter Shyrock out there with a Veritas rod and talking about how much he loves, like, the Vendetta rods. Like, yeah. Like, for this and the vendetta rod is like an eighty dollars eighty dollar rod and you know for some people that's you know some people think it's crazy for us to spend that much on a rod but i mean yeah so i mean if it wasn't for that berkeley fisherman factory outlet oh I right mean, i i wouldn't have some of the and and they're what i consider higher end rods i mean you know a hundred dollar rod hundred dollar reel you know that i'm turning around and buying for sixty five dollars for you know the yep. rod and sixty five dollars for the reel there is no freak like i kind of fancy myself somebody that spends more money than what i should on 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 gear sometimes you know getting a little bit a freaking seven hundred dollar like i don't know like it pissed me off oh like, i know i think it's absolute bs i i mean i get it whatever if, if there's somebody willing to pay it you know fine dandy i, I get it but I don't know. I just I feel like you're. I I don't know. I, I don't know. With, it pisses with, me off. When you get products, when you start getting products like that, there should be like a no ands ifs or buts question lifetime warranty on that thing. Something isn't right on it. They send it in. You send them a new one. Because if somebody's spending that much money, I mean, and you're only getting a, you know, a limited lifetime warranty or a yep. three-year warranty on it. It's like, it's definitely not worth it then. So I just, I just, lo- I just don't understand it. Like some of these guys, like if you throw one of those reels on another, on some of the rods that are out there, I mean, you have a combo that's, you know, almost 1200 bucks just for one combo. Right. That's just insane. If you ask me. And then you get some of these guys that'll end up having 12 rods right. on their deck. I mean, dude, you're, you're 12 rods. I mean, you got 20 grand worth of rods right. and reels on your freaking, 
I don't know. I don't know. I think that's clown stuff. Uh, so, so with that being said, you know, let's be honest, everything in life. I mean, everything is going up, whether it's gas prices or whether it's, you know, I mean, we're sitting here next to some, uh, you know, deer shoulder mounts, deer shoulder mounts are more money now than what they were five years ago. Uh, you know, I mean, I've got a TV over there. I don't know. Actually, TVs are kind of going are, down. That's kind of weird. It's crazy. Like, I was talking to somebody about that the other day, and it's like TV you can get for like 60 Like, some of these, you see them if they go on sale, like a smart TV and all that stuff, you can get them in like 100-some bucks. And right. It's just like crazy. Yeah. You want to know what's crazy, Matt? I bought a 42-inch TV. Uh, and we'll, we'll get back to these reels here in a second. But I bought a 42-inch TV when I graduated high school in 2007. I took my graduation money and cause I got a house not that long after I graduated high school. So, uh, I took my, uh, graduation money and I went and bought a 42 inch 42 TV, inch. a Sanyo. Ooh. And I bought it at Walmart on the East side of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And my card got declined <laughs> when I went to go and pay for it because it was over a thousand dollars. And I had a deal on my card that, you know, <laughs> limits. Yeah. Yep. And your cousin, Nikki, was along with me and she had her checkbook along so she was able to write a check for me and then i could just pay her right. back but it was over a thousand dollars for Nuts. a freaking like 42 inch tv i mean that thing weighed 500 pounds i mean thing was i mean it, it was it was thin like you know i mean five six inches thick whatever but i mean it was heavier than all hell and it was over a thousand bucks. You can literally go and buy a forty-two inch TV, like you said, hundred and fifty bucks. Right. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. But uh, now, nah, whatever. So, so like I like I said, everything's getting more expensive. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, even even Abu Garcia, even you know, Daiwa, all that stuff. Daiwa's got a couple of rods that are up there at the or reels that are up there in yep. the four or five hundred dollar range. But uh, you know, Cast King and PC Fun. I don't personally own any of them, but when you look around online, there's a lot of people that, that have, you know, right. bought them and there's a lot of people that say, you know, Hey, you, you know, you get what you pay for or whatever, but they've got a couple of those, you know, reels that are in that $80 range and whatnot. Yep. Is there a spot for, you know, I mean, is there a spot for companies like that to really grow in the fishing world? Oh, I think so. I definitely to get into that price point range right there and, you know, kind of dominate it until some of these other companies start to, you know, if that's their high end reel, that means they're putting in a lot of their effort into that reel. Whereas a lot of these big companies are like, okay, we're just going to make one to throw in there. So they don't really care about right. They're just, just want to have a $80 reel out there, you know? And so, yeah, it's definitely a spot where some of these companies like that can. Do you really think some of these charge. fishing companies have kind of forgotten about those beginners? They did, they did, but they're starting to all come around because you're starting to see a lot more of these companies that are really starting to put more rods, reels, product out in that price point. Yeah, I mean, now you know, Saint. What Croix, is the ideal pri- price point? I think for me, I think like between that 80 to 120 dollars is a good like if for a rod if you want a good quality but, rod yep, i mean if you're you want, not a beginner right but you know you're and, you're and willing to spend some money right and it's something that you can have a few of those on your you know in your arsenal and then the reels i think anywhere from you know fluger 
has with that Fluger president, that's always been in that, you know, that 40 to $60 range. And that's a quality. I mean, you got one sitting it. right in front of you. Right. And I have a couple at home. I mean, that's solid reel. It is. They, it really is. So I think anywhere in with reels, 50 to, you know, that $100 range is, I mean, you're getting a heck of a nice reel and a nice quality reel for that. So do you think it, you know, I, I guess I'll maybe, maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this because I, I'm not really sure, but that 50 to $60 range, I feel like that's really a range, you know, that, uh, that somebody that's getting into fishing, you know, and feels like, you know what, I don't want that $15 rod. Like I, right. I realize that, you know, that is not going to be for me, but I, I don't know. I, th- I really think the 50 to $60, if, if you can put a decent rod in someone's hands for 50 bucks and they can go out and have a good experience with that rod, I think you can get them to turn around and spend a hundred dollars oh, easily. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. if, if, if I, you know, if, if some kid downtown goes and buys a 50 or $60 rod and real combo at Walmart, and they go down to our river here in town, catch a couple fish, you know, the drag goes good, you know, every, everything's right. I feel like, you know, a year later, you know, they're like, ah, Abu Garcia, you know, I'm, I'm for that. And, and I feel like they'll turn around and they, they might spend a hundred dollars right. then. I but, think, I think what helps there too, is then like when these companies or these bait shops and stuff have a sale, like say this time of year, and now those $100 rods get marked down like 20% or something like that. So they are down there in that $70 range. So now it's like, you know, okay, I'm going to buy a couple of these because, you know, they are really nice. And I've used them before. And, I mean, we've all started with different things. And like you said, it just always is a progression up. But there's ultimately everybody has their own, has a ceiling where it's like, that's it. I'm not paying any more for something like that. I I do not think that I could really truly spend much more I mean, if I really was going to treat myself, if I, if I had a thousand dollars and somebody said, Scott, go buy fishing rods and reels with a thousand bucks. And it was like, all right, whatever. I truly think I would probably buy that $150 rod and a hundred dollar reel, you know, just to really treat myself. There ain't no way in hell I'd go over 250 bucks. Right. It would be, it'd be tough to do that. It really would. I, I just... I, I feel at, at 250 bucks, that's a rod and reel combo that I'm going to feel is, is special, um, but I'm not afraid to throw that in the back of my truck. Right. Like, ain't no freaking way in hell. Like, if, if you got a $1,400 combo, like, I wouldn't even let you look at it. <laughs> that's right. I wouldn't even let you look at it. I wouldn't, I'd be wor- I wouldn't even want to be, like, the person that accidentally, like, steps on the rod or, like, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Right. Like, I mean... If you step on the eyelid of one of my rods, like it's, you know, I mean, honestly, I'll be like, you know, God, right. son of a boot, you. whatever. But like, let's be honest, like 15 minutes later, it's like, all right, like I'm over that. Like, you know, whatever you freaking step on the eyelid of, a, you know, yeah. of a $500 rod. And it's like, whole, like, yeah. you know, it's a I, long I walk home. Sl- yeah. I, yeah <laughs> it's a long right, walk home. Right? Like forget about gas money. I would freaking drown Ramrod, like drown him right then and there. He'd be done dead. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, 
I don't know. You got anything else to talk about? Or are you ready to move to good news stories? We're in huh? uh, we're in fifty five minutes, so uh, yeah, we're not. We can go right into good news stories. I got two of them. You got two of them. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can guess one of yours. Well, you probably know what it is. Grandpa Bill. Yep. All right. Let him have it. Grandpa Bill, ninety five years old. Ninety five freaking years old. How badass is that? Living at home. Living is you know, still just, drinking spicy beers. Still drinking spicy beers. He that was this. Uh, past tell us about that day today. Tell tell us about, about the day today. Yeah. Oh, we went up. I mean, to, that's a Minnesota deal, right there. Oh, that's like one of them family traditions. Every year we get together and grind up our deer meat and you know mix up some different flavors of ground deer and do it at Grandpa's basement. I you know Grandpa and Grandma's basement. I would love to know what the number of deer that have been butchered down there and fish that have been cleaned down there and pheasants and ducks and geese and stuff like that because with an Ellsworth Minnesota education you can't count that out <laughs> well, we proved that last week <laughs> but <laughs> but uh I mean whenever we'd have stuff like that we'd always go to grandpa and grandma's yep. basement and clean yep. it down there and uh, no so we did that and some of my aunts and uncles were there today some cousins and stuff just to see grandpa on his 95th birthday and your brothers brothers were there mike and brant were both there both so. mike and brant yeah and dad helped usually we like to do it when dad's not helping because he kind of gets in the way and tries to oh, take charge and we got to and we got to say hey dad just we we do this every year we know what we're doing just calm down joe you wait till one of these times where he turns around <laughs> and he puts that knife up in the air and he says matt you freaking watch it i've got many of backhands from what, dad uh, in my day what was the best what was the best slam that was said today? The best slam that was said today. Come on, you can't say that you didn't get well, one brand. Well, no, I got Mike a few times. All because, right, let's hear it. Uh, just because his he's been having some back issues and stuff like that lately, and I just was just like I told him you gar hold us because you uh, set the meat out a little too early and got it a little you know so we had to do some extra work on it and you just weren't here yet so you knew what you were doing. Because that back has been hurting. Because uh, he knew what he was doing, so. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Shots like that. Yep. Grand, I guess I got one good in on, one on Grandpa because Grandpa was sitting there. He he just recently got into reading. You know, ninety five years <laughs> old. That. He he kind of ta- he's taking up reading now. Books. You know, never really was a big book fan. And he was telling us about the one book that he was in. He's like, yeah, it happened in Sioux Falls. And you ever heard of it? And kind of kept going on with it. And I was like, yeah, Grandpa, I've heard of Sioux Falls before. And he stopped and he <laughs> looked at me and he goes, yeah, I suppose you have heard of Sioux Falls before, haven't you? So, no, it's just crazy. 95 years old and he's still getting around hoping to take him out fishing here one of these weekends. Because he doesn't have much fish in the freezer for our Deitch fish fry. So, oh, boy. So, he asked dad, my dad and... He said, let's go. Let's go, go fishing. So Let's go yep. change that. Hell yeah. So nope. him, that's my first one. And my second one is going out to Buzz Van Breezen. Buzz Van Breezen. Did yeah. he win the co-angler? He won the co-angler of the first Iowa Great Lakes Bass Tournament of the Year. He's been fishing in the club for 13 years, I think, I believe is what BJ said. And, it's his first, and that's the first time he's won. Really? Awesome. So I thought that was pretty pretty awesome that he got the co-angler championship in their first tournament of the year and you know just stick with it and keep keep plugging away and oh, bam yeah. yeah that's a bass and family right there yeah. good dudes so yours uh, my good news story is gonna go out to uh i believe it's officer lems here on the uh, rock rapids uh lyon county sheriff's department um the other day me and aubrey 
were down at the river. I think Grady was along too. I'm not even 100% sure on that. I think it was me, Grady, and Aubrey down at the river. Uh, Aubrey had cast it out, got a snag, and I looked down there and I saw that Aubrey was snagged up or whatever. And so I slowly kind of started reeling in. And next thing you know, I see an officer that I, I've never, I've never seen this guy before in my life, but I think he's from down in Dune. I right. will, originally, but I, I don't know where he's living now, but, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he came walking down, uh, on the trail, got up next to Aubrey and, and helped her, you know, kind of, you know, was, was, uh, messing around with the rod, you know, kind of grabbed, uh, uh, grabbed the line, whatever. And he actually got down on his hands and knees and reached down into the water and got Aubrey's, uh, lure unstuck. And, uh, I just thought, you know what? Uh, that's you know, awesome. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a crap, uh, what side of, uh, you know, whatever, but, uh, there are good cops out there. And, Heck uh, yeah. so, uh, I don't know. It was just cool to, it was cool to see that. Cause he didn't have to do, you know, he didn't have yeah, to put in that right. much effort. Exactly. You know, right. I mean, he, he could have just said, you know, Oh yeah, well that sucks. And he, and could have kept walking, but he didn't. And, uh, so whatever, I thought it was awesome. So that's my good news, uh, story of the week. Don't pull me over, Mr. Lems. Don't pull me over. <laughs> if he ever does, I'm going to say, hey, you listen here. You go back and listen to episode 120 of the Midwest Angler Podcast and uh, go all the way to the end, and you'll hear that I gave you a shout-out. So you rip that ticket up. <laughs> all right. I think it'll work. I think so, too. It's a good way to get out of a ticket. All right, guys, that's episode 120. We will see you next week on episode 121. Later. Later.